Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Drive Time Sports, Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. No surprise today. We got from the SEC office that mm-hmm. all spring activities have been shut down. That includes spring football games. And uh, April the 15th is still the date to know if teams can go back to at least working out, and uh, which further jeopardizes Arkansas's uh, chance at spring football. Mm-hmm. But uh, as Hunter Juracek uh, stated today in his release, it finally brings some closure on spring activities. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's good to have a final answer, but, I mean, we all knew this was coming. Just the way things have developed here the last few days, uh, just, you know, watching the news with what the government's saying, um, you know, about how long this could last, all this stuff. I mean, I'm fully in the camp of doing the 15-day protocol, as I've said, and, trying to limit activity as much as possible, never getting in crowds more than 10 people, um, and just not not getting out of the house if I don't have to. That's that's where I've been on it for – I've been on that since Thursday, I guess. Um, and, you know, we traveled to Nashville before. So, yeah, we've the, the, our whole family is just kind of on lockdown. Luckily, I can work. I think people are still starved for sports, so I'm glad we're able to, to still do the job that we're able to do. And, Randy, you, you're – from home, I believe, and Rick, and so um, that's a good thing. I think that any entertainment we can provide sports-wise, people didn't stop caring about sports. They just got it taken away from them. So anything that we can do I think is good. Well, pardon me, after my weekend viewing was altered so greatly, just like everybody else was, Mm -hmm. um, we heard from Johnny earlier in the program uh, from El Paso, and he was saying that uh, he watched some Major League Baseball, uh, reruns over the weekend. Uh, I watched football, uh, reruns of football. Yeah, and today is the SEC weekend. Network takeover for Arkansas, but they forgot to ask Arkansas fans what Arkansas stuff they'd actually be interested in watching. Not <laughs> not an impressive lineup. Who who gives a the rat Portland about Portland State games on? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. How about how about maybe maybe the LSU game, Houston Nuts last year. Yeah. Maybe one one of the Bobby Petrino games, something like yes. that. That would have been nice. Maybe. Be- 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of different things that they could have put on beside. Nobody gives a rat's about the Portland State <laughs> Portland game from State. last year. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, saw that. Wow, they must have been desperate for content. Now I've read this, and granted, um, that game that you're talking about with LSU uh, was part of CBS's inventory, and that's maybe the reason why some of those games can't be played because uh, maybe so. Yeah, they were uh, ESPN. The guy that's heading up programming um, went on to uh, Birmingham Radio today, and he said we've been getting you know swamped with uh, people wanting us to play you know all college basketball games, Final Four stuff, and mm-hmm. and so forth. And he said we can't do it because we don't have it in our yeah. inventory. I mean mm-hmm. that, right. that property you know belongs what? to somebody else. Arkansas has had some ESPN games that were a lot better than Portland State. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yes. were, they, were, were they on the SEC network though? Because the network yeah. hadn't been around that long. No, but if well, they just have to be on ESPN. ESPN, that's right. Right. So there's a lot of programs they could that's, have ta- that's taken true. from, and and you think about even the basketball game. They re-showed the game against Vanderbilt where they just won in the conference tournament. Well, that was mm-hmm. nice and it was good, but Arkansas really had some games that were better than that this year. Many oh, of yeah. them on the SEC network. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I agree. You were, you, Trey, you were talking about um, some of the stories that you've been able to put on mm-hmm. um, your site. And by the way, it's just a dollar uh, to join. 450% off the annual. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's not really what I was researching for. But um, I noticed you had a story that um, where you got all the comments, uh, I applaud you for that, but uh, you had on today. Uh, Eric Musselman's heartfelt speech after the mm-hmm. SEC tournament cancellation. Man, that was a tearjerker. You can just tell the guy really cares about his players. I mean, just by the way, and and basically they were saying, you know, these guys run numbers a lot, and and they're big on analytics and stuff. But they were, he was telling his team that if they had won the game Thursday night, he thinks that they would have been in. I think they would have still been a strong bubble team just based on yeah. what we've seen. I think they I probably agree. needed to win. That, L- that South Carolina game and the LSU game for us to start talking about at it least, again. At least. Yeah. yeah. But um, he had a different take on it. But still, he also, you know, was saying he thought that they were going to win the whole tournament. And, uh, you know, obviously, you can just – the main thing out of it is you can just tell how much he cared about mm-hmm. the players and everything that they'd sacrificed in this yeah. season and for it just to kind of – it's just kind of like you got to sneeze and then you don't, you don't get the satisfaction of the final sneeze, right? You know, it's just like mm-hmm. – it's just kind of hanging there, and um, I mean, we we all it, we all hate it. Obviously, we we love sports. That's why we're listening right now. But I mean, for the players to sacrifice everything that they've put in, and just to have it um, just kind of swiped away from them, it's, you know. And even more so with baseball, at least they got to play, or basketball, at least they they got to play their season. But baseball, I mean, it's just before it even really gets started, they pull the rug out from under them. Didn't so. play a conference game. You, that's a good point, Trey, because we so often. We talk about sports every day, and we talk about it emotionally. And it doesn't matter how emotionally we get or how emotional we get, we don't feel what they do, what the players do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a great point. We don't know if they'd have won the tournament or not. We think they probably wouldn't have. But if they thought they could have, and if their season ended, they hurt a lot more than we do because we have to watch alternate programming on TV. Yeah, everybody hurts. I mean, it's – 
It's a situation that's affecting everybody. I mean, from businesses to sports writers to um, athletes, of course, and, um, you know, people who are sick, hospitals, people who are sick of other diseases, they say, I mean, yes. are going to be in danger. And that's, that's as yeah. I've said before, for those people who, you know, you're not worried about your personal health, you're young and all that stuff, you got to think about where this thing could go in terms of peaking at its highest point and just spreading it. I mean, you could be, you could not have symptoms and still have the disease. Um, I mean, there's just got to be careful. I think, I think the smart thing right now is to do the safe thing. And there's really not a whole lot out there. I I would be surprised just by the way things have gone. If we don't get to more of a shutdown, in fact, I, you know, talking to people out of state about what's going on in their communities and stuff, you know, they basically would point to Arkansas and say, well, you guys are usually a little bit behind everything, I guess. Because there's, I mean, there's a lot of places that are they're shutting down. You know, you hear statistics out there like there wasn't any new cases in Arkansas today. Well, you got to have the tests. you got to have enough tests to test people to find out if, if people are getting sick. There are so mm-hmm. many people out there. You know, if you're, if you're not showing a lot of symptoms or you can deal with it, you know, they're saying not to go use up a test just because of that, but just to, to use caution, quarantine, you know, stay at home as much as you can. Just people be careful. The people that are out there saying that I'm just going to go about my normal lives and this is fear-mongering and stuff, um, I just think you're – I've got a lot of opinions on, on what I think about you. I mean, it, it, it's not that hard at this point. And there are some people out there who have to work and people who have to do things, and I totally get that. If you have to go to the grocery store or if you have to – uh, do your job or go to work, but for the people that can, I don't see why you wouldn't, you know, buckle down and and let's let's get this done. Let's right. let's try to make this next. It's 14 days now, 13 and a half days, and see if we can drop this this peak that's that's coming. I guess. I mean, so people I talk in the medical field and stuff say like it's absolutely crazy for people not to. Um, not to embrace these guidelines. And it's not like it's that strict. I mean, stay out of parties of 10 or more. Keep your distance, six feet. Try to stay home if you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, from our Keith Lee Service Company Live Fan Feedback, Adam says, how does this affect the media days of all conferences? Do they push them back, cancel them completely? A little mm-hmm. bit of time for that, Adam. That's usually the middle part of July. So yeah. there's a little bit of time for that decision that needs to be made. A little bit of time. And I don't know, you know, they were talking, I've been watching the press conferences and everything, and they were talking about, uh, you know, this could, I think the way Donald Trump put it is, uh, you know, July or August before this thing washes through the country. That's kind of how he put it. So, I mean, that could put us in, you know, right up against it. And so. I want this to be as short a process as possible, you know, and I, I think by trying to mitigate it right now is, is the best best step. Well, if it, it was today, yes, there's no question because there's a, over a 1,000 that attend the SEC yeah. uh, football oh, yeah. media days, and I'm guessing maybe half that number, whether it be the Big 12, Pac-12, mm-hmm. Uh, ACC, Big Ten, I mean, I just don't – it's just too far out right now. But if it gets into that time frame you're talking about, Trey, certainly you would expect um, 
the media days to be either canceled altogether or, mm-hmm. I mean, you can do it by teleconference. I mean, that's not the best way to do it because no. you like to get one-on-one a lot of times with these guys, but that still doesn't I mean, after, take after, the chance. After we get done, you know, hoping and praying for, you know, all the people out there who have pre-existing conditions or are elderly, after we get done thinking about those people, I mean, really, just please – let us have football. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what I'm thinking right now. Please don't let this continue on. And I think the hope for all of us again, what we want is for everybody to look back on this. I'm not an expert on this. I'm just saying what the experts have, have been saying, and that is we want to look back on this and say we overreacted. Fine, fine, we overreacted. That's that Certainly. would be the best. That would be the best words that could come out of an expert's mouth is we overreacted or we, re- we acted pro- appropriately, and we mitigated this. Clay, what is your sense for football now, uh, spring football for Arkansas? What do you, what are you kind of, what are you thinking? You mean, do I think they're going to have a spring? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I so. don't know. I don't think so. No, I think it's all canceled. So that the question. I mean, they've canceled it. Technically, they canceled the the spring game. The spring. Yeah. 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 But but that doesn't mean you can't practice if they clear it after the uh, April fifteenth. If they. I think these. I I think these next fifteen days will be telling. But I mean, right now, I don't think that they were. I don't think that we're going to see a spring football. No, I think they canceled all spring sports for the rest of the semester, which would include that. So the question to me becomes. Will they let schools that did not complete spring practice have some kind of formal workouts in the summer? Mm-hmm. Or if your normal reporting date is, let's say, August 5th, can you report July the 30th? Uh, can you yeah. do something to give them some time? But gosh, I would want to wear a team out at that time frame, though. I would, yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. I would hope that they come up with something, some kind of alteration to the calendar, whether it's, you know, I don't know what they would do exactly. I think finals in uh, finals are what May 11th, the, the last day. May, yeah, yeah. I think right. that's when they wrap up. So, um, I think the language though on it, Rick said, at spring competition. I don't know if that includes practices okay. or not, but All they right. didn't necessarily well, say see. you can't practice, practice. for football. Okay. But uh, at the same time, I don't. I just don't know that it's going to to happen. But let's let's see. You know, these next 13 days or so. Maybe maybe things start really looking better. Who knows what might happen? But, but think right of, now think it just seems the trend is to more and more um, close things down, restrict more movement. That seems to be the, the policy foot, more and more. If you're a football player, you cannot even go in the Walker Workout Center. Right. You, you, can't, you can't go in there. Okay. And now I think there are some gyms in northwest Arkansas still open, and some aren't. What happens if they all close? Where are you going to work out to prepare for football? Yeah, there's a book. <laughs> there's a book called Convict Conditioning. It's about working out in a prison cell where you don't have weights. Oh it's gosh. a lot of calisthenics. <laughs> Good grief. Okay. A lot of push-ups. Can you, yeah. can you send that out to all your players? Is everybody doing it? Is Nick Saban doing that? I, I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. Learn, learn to use your body weight. Wow. <laughs> I guess. Goodness. I mean, I – Hopefully, some of these guys maybe have have workout equipment at home and stuff. But there, I mean, you can run. I mean, yeah, I got out with run. my daughter, and yeah. we rode bikes around the neighborhood. We, you know, we have the whole um, in school or out of school alternate education methods yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, right. that we have to go through, and right. um, 
you know, PE is not written on there, but you got to make sure that you get out of the house and get get you some exercise. That's right. So fresh air is very important. They say yeah. to this, yeah, and sunshine, yes. that would help greatly. Uh, let's talk to Tom. Tom, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Trey, last week, or maybe earlier this week, you had a thing on there, Razor's Edge, about some different things, and one of them was had Danny on there. <clears throat> talking about some uh, weight room tidbits that we, yeah. anybody like myself, absolutely just feeds on that. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been that way my whole life. I like hearing what's going on in the weight room. And right now, since the players are not there, it would be a great time for y'all to sit down with Jamil Walker. You'll just have a really good in-depth interview with him, ask him about the position groups, the, mm-hmm. the progress certain players have made in each group, his his philosophy on weightlifting, nutrition, because it's obviously going to be different than what Morris had. But if you can do that, man, that would that would help us get get through this bunch of crap and stuff. But we need some weight room stuff to get us going. I yeah. like hearing about Zemos and uh, Stromberg and uh, some of the other guys, but we need a lot more of that. Yeah, uh, well, I, pre- I, I appreciate that. We, uh, <clears throat> you know, we the things like that, and Thank I assume you're. You are a uh, VIP subscriber because that's one of our VIP stories. We're making sure that absolutely that we, you know, we want to keep everybody in time. We're making sure we take care of our VIP subscribers, and that's some inside information Danny was able to get. The word that we got back was that right now Pittman isn't doing interviews, so we wouldn't expect anybody on his staff to. But that is something that I think could really help, um, you know, take us over the edge because, you know, even if it's just a, a question and answer, fill in some information, you know, ask, ask some questions or, or do it over the phone, just to ask some questions about, you know, how guys have progressed, what are some changes to, um, you know, because we know everybody would have probably, you know, weighed in and, you know, had all their heights and weights and stuff done preparing for the start of spring drills, which was supposed to start yesterday. So maybe we'll be able to get that information out eventually, but right now, I don't know if that's that's practical. A lot of that information Danny got just from his inside sources, but um, does have information on you know weight gains on a lot of different players and, and weight room numbers and all that kind of stuff. I'd love to see the uh, the numbers myself. Just I mean, as I as I look at my my big board, obviously the numbers that I've got uh, are from last year, and I, I waited to put those numbers in until. We actually got the roster, and because mm-hmm. uh, it can change, obviously, from spring to fall. But, um, yeah, it would be kind of interesting to see some of the growth. I know you mentioned Stromberg now is over 300 pounds. And, yeah, and Zymos has added played. a lot of weight also. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, I mean, a lot of those guys who came in in the last class, you know, they've – I mean, that, that, that first offseason is really big for those players, so. Uh, let's see from our Keith Lee Service Company live fin feedback. Uh, Frank in Santa Fe says fist bumps gloved to Eric Musselman, <laughs> uh, Isaiah Joe, Mason Jones, Heston Kerstead, Robert Moore. Hmm. Um, all of them, a season like no other. Grocery store cashiers, my store, Lowe's, hundreds past these friends slash neighbors. Yeah. Oh, don't forget hog. The TP, okay. Not sure what that last part of it meant, but uh, yeah, uh, 
we now know for a fact, we've seen the last probably, without any question, of Heston Kerstead, Casey Martin, probably what Casey about, Opitz. What about Connor Nolan? Very well, could be. Now, that yeah. depends. You know, he, he only pitched, what, two or three, three games. times this year and three. missed a start because of a minor injury. Mm-hmm. Will he be drafted as high as he would have been had he had a really good year? Yep. Has anybody that, seen him at his, at his best? That That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons, that, as we understand, that he decided to stick with baseball because he understood that he could, because of his birthday, get drafted earlier than originally right. anticipated. So, you know, it's, it's kind of thing affects everybody. It affects guys yeah, that really needed a big, a big senior year, or uh, in his case, sophomore year. Mm. Wow. That would be um, a blow. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that in, in regards to Connor Nolan, yeah, but you're right. I'm full of disappointing news, Randy. Is, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, let's say they give back this this year of eligibility to all of these guys. You know, we're mm. talking about the spring sport guys. But Robert Moore, what is he, 18, 17, whatever it may mm-hmm. be? 17, yeah. 17? So he'll, get, he'll play two more years and he's gone. He'll be 20 years yeah. old. Well, he may be 18 by now, but – He'll be 20 when he's drafted, and he'll be gone. He gets yeah. two more years. So just when you're really enjoying watching him, it's like, okay, he just lost the entire conference season. Mm-hmm. And even if they give him a year and say, well, you're all you're a freshman again, doesn't matter. It'll yeah, still be after three years he's going in the draft. Yeah. Yep. And you got to believe he's good enough to do that. Absolutely. And uh, in Wicklander, and in, in he a junior. No, Wicklander is a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. I, don't, okay. I don't think he's draft eligible. I don't think so. I guess you just have to go back and look at all the ages of all these kids to determine what an extra year can do for their eligibility. And Kevin Durant's got it. Do you guys know that? Yeah. 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 I, said, I would say that's the biggest, high, most high-profile sports figure now. No question. No question. All right, Trey, we will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye, guys. That is Trey Beatty of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. To be a part of the action, call 433-1037 or toll free 1-800-477-1037. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. From our Keith Lee Service Company Life and Feedback, uh, Adam says, uh, actually, this, this was for Troy, but I'll go ahead and ask Rick. Uh, Rick, would you like to see the NCAA push the start of football back to October through December? Kind of difficult no. to no. play 12 games in that little short time frame. No, no. I, I think uh, you, you leave it alone. When I made the suggestion earlier that either in the summer you give them a period or you bring them back earlier, uh, maybe it can be a non-contact. In other words, uh, say for somebody, that may not benefit Alabama or LSU, but for somebody like Arkansas, these guys haven't run a play yet for Sam Pitt, in Sam Pittman's offense. They have not even run a play. So um, to then have them report at the normal starting time is a real unfair disadvantage for them uh, as they get ready, what, the second game of the year is at Notre Dame. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Notre Dame may have been th- may have gone through spring practice. I don't know, or maybe they did a couple weeks of it. So uh, 
to me, you, you've got to work out something where they can either meet with players, uh, have some walk-through drills, even if you can't have contact, although that's a disadvantage too. One of the things about spring practice is if you get banged up a little bit, you got the summer to recover. And now if the next time you have pads on is in August, you, you don't have that same opportunity. Yeah, that, that to me is, is, I guess, the greatest fear is that uh, by, okay, we'll give you this extra time, but uh, we're going to have to do it, let's say, the 1st of July, and you've got 15 days to get it in because uh, it was supposed to be a 15-game cap to begin with or a 15-practice cap to begin with. What if you get hurt? I mean, that's virtually no time uh you know, if you have to have, especially if you have to have surgery, for whatever right. the reason may be, I mean that's, that's that really right. puts you at a at a major handicap, in my opinion. But that's that's my right. Opinion. Yeah. Um, so who knows what they'll do? But I, I've got to believe that they're talking about this. And it's interesting that in the very day that in the Democrat Gazette, you got to feel bad for them. I mean, we're going to talk three hours about sports every day, I guess, until they resume. Uh, their sports page is four pages every day now. Uh, I, I've mm-hmm. never seen it that, that low because there's not as much. And no. even some of those features that are in there are like, here's what Tom Izzo's doing. Uh, okay, great. We're happy for what Tom Izzo's doing. But uh, other than the NFL, there's 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 no news being made right now. So that you got to look for something to write about. And um, so, but you, but in the the very day that here's the headline. You know that uh, SEC at odds with NCAA over the response, and then today is the day they announced there's no spring sports. So they must have come to the same conclusion the NCAA came to it earlier. And I would say again that the communication between the NCAA and the leagues was pathetic, the way they handled it. But I'm not saying the decision was wrong. So now, all right, the SEC's got this time to ponder. Supposedly the ADs are talking to the SEC office every day. That's what. Hunter, you're a check said, correct? Mm-hmm. correct? Okay, so if they're talking every day, they've got to be talking about somehow doing something for spring football. They have to be having those discussions. You would think so. Yeah. And I don't know if part of the reason why they're not giving any further resolution uh, at this point is because they did get waivers from the NCAA. It's a yeah. shame that you can't almost do that conference by conference where because uh, every school is different in how they went about their business. But, yeah, who knows? I would think All the right, NCAA would, would give the waiver, though. I, I would think they would give a waiver. You, you just you, sure. you got to do something. And for, it's the cash cow, of course, not for the NCAA. The cash cow for the NCAA is the basketball tournament. Now, it is my understanding that the NCAA does have insurance for the, the cancellation of a tournament. But they usually make somewhere between $800 million and a, and a billion, and it's my understanding that um, they're not insured for that total amount, but they'll get some. And so the question was asked to Emmert, what about the split to the conferences? He said, this insurance covers the NCAA. It does not cover the conferences. So if we're thinking, let's say they're, they're, for, they're insured for $500 million. Uh, I don't know what it is. But they, instead of a billion, they get $500 million. If they get the billion, that money is being distributed, some of it, to the conferences. What they're saying is if it's just insurance, none of that money goes to the conferences. So the check that everybody in the SEC is getting for $44 or $45 million, 
Next year it might be 39 million or 40 million. And every league may face that because you're not going to get any money from the NCAA tournament this year. Zero. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the other, I think each unit this year uh, at your conference won a game. And I think the maximum was up to four, four credits you could you could earn. But each credit was like $268,000 for each wow. win that you got. So four is a million. The, yeah. 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 So just start doing the math. Um, yeah. Also from our Keith Lee Service Company live feed feedback, Bill says, I have heard sports people say that Mason Jones cannot have a season next year to equal this your season thus lowering his NBA status. I would think that NBA scouts do not pay much attention to stats, but evaluate right. a player for talent and team yes. contributions like assist and leadership value. I guess what you're saying, he's no better time, Bill, than now for Mason Jones to um, opt to go on to the NBA and uh, forego his senior year. I assume that's what you're leading to. But if you know, he's Rick, not going to get drafted, I, why would you do that? If you if you don't figure yeah. in the first two rounds, now he can he can petition and see where he is. But if they say yeah, you're not going to get drafted, then why in the world would he do that? Yeah, no, that wouldn't make sense at all. Um, I noticed CBS and NBC uh, both went three deep on their All American teams. Uh, question: Do you think Mason Jones should have at least made third team All American? If you're the co-SEC player of the year, I would have to think that you would get some recognition. He led the SEC in scoring. He's the first Razorback ever to do that, not that that would influence somebody who covers the ACC. But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, how many games did he have where the announcers, mostly on the SEC network, but if you're a, a national media person, you're supposed to be paying attention to all of them, just raved and raved and raved about this guy. Um, so uh, I think that he certainly could be considered third-team All-America. If you're talking about, do they just name five players for each team? Yes. So you're yes, talking about one of the top team. 15 players. He, he's going to be right there, I think. But as you, you look at that NBA stuff all the time, I don't know how if you've looked at it recently, but his name never appears. So I have looked at three reason, different yeah, I've looked at three different mocks, Rick, and none of them. In fact, I think just one of them that I've looked at, maybe two, uh, have Isaiah Joe. Most of those have yeah. Isaiah Joe going in the second round. And um, there's only two rounds. I think yeah. 48, near 48 in both of them. And then uh, on NBADraft.net, which is the one I usually rely on, but I've, I've incorporated a couple of others this year. Uh, just to see how they compare to NBADraft.net. No, Mason Jones, he's not in the top 100. He's not in the um, second round, obviously, in either, uh, all three of the, uh, of the sites I've looked at. So I don't, I don't know necessarily what that means uh, in the eyes of a GM, because we've always said it only takes one. Yeah. But uh, when you're not showing well, up on any of them, that's not and a good sign to me. So what's the question? Is the question, can you defend big guards in the NBA? Uh, he is not exceptionally fast. He is um, clever in how he gets to the basket. The question is, okay, you're clever, you get to the basket, but in the NBA, instead of getting getting fouled, 
you got a 6'10 guy that rejects your shot. Uh, that, mm-hmm. Those are the things that I think of. You know, his three-point shooting comes and goes. He's a good three-point shooter. Uh, he might hit five in a game, or he might go one for eight. But the thing is, in the one for eight game, he's going to figure out another way to get to the free throw line or have some assists. You know, the thing about him is he's, he, he makes plays that help you win. And if you're just looking for that, then I would think he would be at least a, a guy you'd look at. But if he's not even in the top 100, then there's no reason for him to go anywhere. Uh, also from our Keith Lee Service Company live feed and feedback, Bill's got a follow-up. Bill says about Mason, no, I tried to say that it should make no difference to the NBA if Mason stays in college next year right. or goes pro. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you think about it. I mean, th- these guys are signing four-year contracts in the NBA when they're 32 and 30, 33 years old. It's not like baseball or football where when they look at 30 as the magic age. If you get to 30, you got to be really good to get one of those great contracts. Uh, in the NFL, you have to be more than really good by the time you hit 30. I mean, you got to be Tom Brady, really, or a, a great quarterback. Uh, but in the NBA, it doesn't seem to be that way. It seems like if you're 32 or 33, it's, well, yeah, let's give him a four- or five-year contract. There's always risk involved, but they you're right, they seem to take more risk than So but my point football. is yeah. So my point is if Mason Jones waits an extra year, it's not gonna hurt him in the long term. You've got drive time sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive time sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, let's go back to our phones and let's talk with Brad. Brad, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon. I guess you guys uh, uh, owe the NFL a little bit of a thank you uh, for giving y'all something to talk about in this dead moment. Part of it, yeah. Gave a right. little bit of spark, did it not? <laughs> right. Well, what I, what I was calling about was I was looking through the ESPN.com website. Yeah, and y'all, you guys may have already talked about it. But it was really interesting, uh, given that we were a, a four and twenty football team the last two years. But they did a thing where they were projecting the top sixty-four teams should should the end of. Uh, yeah, I saw NCAA. that. Did you see where Arkansas yeah. was one of the last four out? Yeah, yeah, I, which was shocking me. And, I was... and I, because we were a four and twenty football team. That really surprised me that we were even in there. No, I, no. What I read, that's uh, Arkansas is the first four out, which means okay, they're the not in the out, sixty-four. Okay. Yeah, first. Uh, I mean, we're talking fourteen seeds: Missouri, Washington State, Georgia Tech, Colorado. Fifteen seeds: Michigan State, Memphis, North Carolina State, SMU. Sixteen seeds: BYU, Arizona, Duke, Louisiana. First four out: Illinois, Arkansas, Oregon State. Wake Forest. It just it just really shocked me, you know, because I, I figure. I mean, I know there's not as many college football teams as there are uh, basketball teams, but you know, being being as bad as we have been, unfortunately, I figured there might have been a team or two ahead of us. We I didn't expect to even be mentioned. That's kind of neat, though. I think. Now, are you two guys talking about the same sport? Uh, Randy, are you football. talking about? You're both talking about football. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's Rick. It's a a 64 team, and Arkansas would be one of the first, would be right there on the border. That was my thought, Brian. They're not not even in the tournament. They're not in the tournament. But they they were one of the first four out, meaning they were close. Yeah, they would have been 68, I guess, wouldn't it? It would have been somewhere between 65 and 68, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you've got your for, independents like Notre Dame. Right, but for BYU. being that bad, yeah. Or, well, wait a minute. Is it just Power Five conference, uh-huh. or is it all? Or is it every? If it's just Power Five, well, yeah, there aren't. If you're one of the first, if you're just picking sixty four, well, there true. aren't many more than that. Rick, why'd you got to bring me down? <laughs> <laughs> there aren't many more than that. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was still kind of neat. I mean, and I and I do hope yeah. that that. Uh, that Sam Pittman, uh, I mean, he's obviously proven a lot to me in just the way he was able to rebound his recruiting class uh, given the short amount of time. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what happens. And I'm looking forward to getting back to a more physical uh, brand of football as well. Well, we hope if they can ever practice. Well, that is true. This is one of the weirdest, uh, you know, to think that I'm not going to be able to get to watch uh, basketball on Thursday. Yeah, uh, is absolutely saddening to me, but yeah. it is what it is. You know, public safety uh, it comes first. So I applaud the uh, the NCAA for a change on doing something correct. Um, do you think Do you think CBS and TBS and True Network will all just replay a previous tournament and be on have games on all day Thursday and Friday like they usually do? Well, Probably I mean, not, I was huh? going to ask you: Do they block out in advance that that time frame? And I guess they have a, a backup plan in case something well, was to happen. Sure. I guess they, whatever their regular programming is, I'm sure that's what right. they go with. Yeah. All right. Well, man, you guys have a good uh, good afternoon, and uh, I appreciate the show. Okay. Thanks for Thank calling. Thank yeah, you, think Rick. about it. Well, Randy. they've already yeah. missed. You think about it this way, though, Rick. They, they've already missed the play-in games. They're usually yeah. played. That's right. What, Tuesday and tonight? Wednesday. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they've You're already exactly missed those. Right. And I don't wow. I don't think they filled in last night with any kind of inventory. I don't know. I didn't spots. watch. Yeah, but you're probably right. Wow. You're right. It'd be underway right now, wouldn't it? Well, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have been last night. It would have yeah. been tonight. Tonight would have been the first games. But they're not on. I wonder no. if bowling's on. I, I forgot I forgot to look if there's any sports on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think bowling is on on Tuesday nights. Let's see sports on TV. They don't have that today. How about that? Mm. Well, you went through the other day. Uh, maybe did, did you do this yesterday? Where you went through? Uh, yeah, on on uh, Thursday. On, the, the TV uh, listings and there yeah. was nothing. Went from two columns to bowling. Yeah, or a full mm-hmm. column to bowling. Yeah, boy, that was something, huh? Goodness. This is uh, back to this seeding uh, for the 64 teams. Uh, Alabama is a number one seed. A&M is a number two seed. Georgia, football? Florida. Yeah. This is in really? this. Chris Lowe. Chris Lowe. And this is this. based on how so, many how many years? No, Just no, no, last no. year? This, it says, what college football's 64-team playoff bracket would look like. This is Chris Lowe's opinion. Tell about this year. He's or just, any year. This is a filler. And t- okay. Texas A&M would be number two? What? A two seed. What? A two seed. 
You're a two seed. That means they're one of the best eight in the country. That's the way it looks. Would you like me to finish, or would you like to interrupt <laughs> me again? No, I just uh, number love three to express seed. Oh, by the way, yeah. By the way, Notre Dame is considered a three seed. Hmm. Another story came out. Uh, different people, because this is ESPN. I'm going from college football. The mm-hmm. Athletic had a story. Says an early breakdown of the early lines for the 2020 college football season. It says start. It talks about Michigan, Notre Dame, and uh, um, Ohio State. And it says uh, about Notre Dame. Start with home opener against Arkansas, with the Irish favored by 16 and a half. Does wow. anyone see that game being even remotely close? The Hogs <laughs> lost five games last season by at least 26 points. Wow. So, yeah. And let's see. Uh, Tennessee is a sixth seed. Um, Kentucky, South Carolina are nine seeds. Mississippi State, 10 seed. Baylor, I mean, uh, Ole Miss, 11 seed. Missouri, a 14 seed. And out is Arkansas. Mm. So. And uh, that also means Vanderbilt is out. I guess they didn't feel like they were worth even ink. So I guess they're the next four out beyond the first four out. All right, Drive Time Sports.